Welcome in to another edition of the Boxing Chris Talking Sports Podcast. I'm Chris. That's Daniel. Yo. And we are back after our holiday break for Thanksgiving. Um, remember, follow us on Twitter at Boxing Pod. I am at CR Drubert. Daniel, you are? Uh, I am at Daniel underscore Cabrera nine. And if you are into gaming, uh, go ahead and plug your gaming uh, channels there, Daniel. I'm on twitch.tv slash dadpit, D-A-D-P-1-T-T. Just still playing a little bit of Warzone right now. I tried Fortnite um, last night with my son. Uh, We got a win. He's he's legit at it. Like He he pretty much carried me. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) my nine-year-old son carried me. (laughs) Oh, man. uh, We had fun. They, They kind of dominate the Fortnite world, so... Yeah, I mean the the kids, man. But nowadays they're buying the skins, and I know the new season came out with the Mandalorian, um, actually in the game as a skin, and it's really it, it as as for streaming purposes, it really went downhill until certain streamers started picking it back up, like uh, Nick Merckx and um, Tim the Tap Man. So Fortnite's actually having like an average two hundred uh, thousand viewers, and like. Warzone's like right now, like maybe like eighty two thousand. So, yeah, it's it's really popular. Finally got back to where it, it should be. I don't think Fortnite's ever gonna die, but I mean, with the kids and the new generations coming up now, it's it, I don't think it's gonna die. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like I've never actually played that one, but uh, it's all right. I mean, it, it's, it's fun, fun to watch. It's fun to watch people play it and stuff. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah, my son um, wants me to play. He wants to play with his dad. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. So. Yeah, I think the the most of my gaming nowadays is just every now and then I'll hop on Among Us and just go out there and play that a little bit. The Minesweeper. <laughs> <laughs> I never understood Minesweeper. <laughs> I, I knew I knew how to play it, but I just didn't really care for it. I mean, that was um, actually old school computer gaming. Oh yeah, it was back whenever like you see whatever was built in there. You had Minesweeper, Solitaire, and then Solitaire, <laughs> and then. Um, my my first computer, I got an old Gateway, which came in the old uh, the cow colored boxes, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it came with a pinball game, which is actually pretty fun to play too. But yeah, it was back back in the day. That's the best you could do for gaming. So, um, but real quick though, for Among Us, um, I had one play. Uh, man, it was three nights ago, where I pissed off the host. <laughs> To where they banned me from the room because my play was so good on that. So are you so playing on, I, on PC? I mean, on your laptop? Or are you playing? On I'm, on my, I'm on my phone doing this. Okay. Yeah. I play every now and then. I used to play like a lot, but I, I slowed down on it. Yeah. So I, I was in the I was in the room and I was the imposter, and we it was me and the, uh, the other imposter went out like the first round because he was he was careless, <laughs> and then. Um, so I was just one by one, just picking them all off. And then I got down to where it was the final four. And one of them saw me make the kill to get down to final four. Mm-hmm. So I immediately reported the body and I went out there. It was pink. Pink did it. Pink was running away from the body. The door was locked, blah, 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 blah. Before they could even say they saw me do it. And then I convinced everybody else that Pink was the one who did it, and they voted Pink out. And all I had to do was kill one of them to finish the game. <laughs> and Pink was so mad. That they actually banned me from the room. <laughs> <laughs> they banned you and kicked you out. They kicked me out and banned me. I'm like, oh, well, 
I, I, like my imposter partner was like, oh, let's go black. Let's go. And the next thing I know, I'm being kicked out of the room. So <laughs> that's when you know you have a good play. Yeah. Yeah. I guess fun, especially when you get a group of people. Yeah. Your friends so. and all that. Yeah, that's what I, I want to try doing. Um, try to do like the Discord where we can talk to people because I think it'd be more fun. Because it's hard to like, especially when you're on your phone, just to go ahead and quickly type before someone tries to blame me for something. Or... And they start voting you out by the time you hit a sentence, and it's like, wait, yeah. wait, 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 like what? And and for whatever reason, like the the program does not jive well with my voice to text. It yeah. works everywhere else, but in that app, it's like. I'm trying to say words and it's like coming out really weird and it looks like I'm flustered and they're going to vote me out anyway. So yeah. I wish we had like fantasy football people that can play the game, but some people probably don't know how to work computers. Now, so, someone lucky part. even even know how to draft a team. <laughs> remember, remember uh, year year yeah year two when Karen's was in the league, he uh, um, it took him to round fourteen before he logged in for his draft. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting there. We're at, we're at the bar. He's sitting there, and he can't get logged in for the entire draft. Oh and finally, gets in to pick his last player. What a chump! <laughs> <Carrots. So. laughs> so, um other than that, how was your uh, how was your holiday? Uh, it was pretty good. I mean, it seems like we haven't done this in a while. It sounds like this is like our first show. Yeah, I think but, the uh, last show was the uh, was the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. The, the day Wednesday before. before, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was good. Just. Family time. I was off that four days and just um, we watched um, what was that movie called? Uh, Christmas Chronicles two on Netflix. How so? We were gonna start that one, but it was too late at night. How was that one? I I like it better than the first one. Really? Yeah. Uh, have you seen the first one? Oh, I love the first one. Yeah, the first one's good, but this one's actually I think it's a little bit better. It has a villain in it. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, I saw the I saw the trailer for it. I'm like, okay, this seems like it's a whole different kind of movie. It's a happy go go movie, Christmas movie. Um, it's good. I, I like it. I mean, Kurt Russell is good in it. They have Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn is that her name? Yeah, this is an actual wife. Did you play? Yeah, Mrs. Hawn? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, she's actually at the end of the first movie playing his wife. Really? Yep. Oh man, it's been, I, I saw the first movie when it first came out. Was that two years ago? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and my daughter wanted to watch it, so uh, we sat there and watched it with the Christmas tree on. The lights were – it was dark, and uh, we enjoyed it. It was good. Check it out. Yeah. Oh, I, I haven't watched it yet, but I want to see Fat Man. Have you seen a trailer for that one? Fat Man. No, I have not. So uh, so Mel Gibson plays <laughs> oh, Santa. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then the, hit, the, the kid hires the hitman to take him out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what is that on? Is that like uh, – it's, it's, it's streaming. It's streaming. Streaming, okay. Theaters and streaming, so – yeah, it looks uh, it looks pretty good. I mean, I'm not a Mel Gibson fan because I mean he's he's made some questionable choices in his life that I will not condone. But I will respect his art, and this movie looks pretty good. I heard I heard it's pretty good actually. So people who actually watched it give it pretty decent ratings. I know uh, um, <clears throat> Rotten Tomatoes hasn't been too kind to it, but sometimes I don't agree with them anyway. So yeah, I used to go to Rotten Tomatoes after I uh, watch a movie. And Wikipedia. I, look at Wiki- I know Wikipedia isn't the best, but I, I, I'll go to Wikipedia and uh, look at like how the production or how much it made and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the uh, that, well, it kind of leads me into, I did see one of the holiday uh, Netflix movies. It's a, it's a rom-com. Uh, the wife wanted to watch it, and then I was like, well, whatever, and I kind of really liked the movie, so I, I will plug it here. Holiday. 
Uh, I knew it. I was just going to say that. Have you seen it? No, my wife was watching it. I walked out. <laughs> so it stars Emma Roberts and some guy yeah. you would think is a Hemsworth, but he's not. Um, <laughs> he's one of the Hemsworths. Yeah, he looks, he, he sounds like, so I'm like, I'm like on my phone playing or whatever. And she's watching in the background. I'm like, is that, is that Chris Hemsworth? Like, no, it's not him. He might be a related to us. Like, I Google it real quick. Oh, no, he's not even related to him. He just sounds like a, a jacked up Australian guy. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it's, it's actually pretty good. It, it's basically, um, it starts like on Christmas. Uh, these two people have terrible dates on Christmas. Well, one of them. Her uh, Emma Roberts character is being harassed by her mom for not having a date where all of her other siblings are married mm-hmm. or engaged. Mm-hmm. And then so they kind of make this little pack where they they meet them all and every holiday. They're going to be each other's date. Everybody knows they're not a couple. It's just they're there as each other's date. Yeah. And of course, rom-com role rules kick in. They end up falling in love with each other, but they don't want to admit it and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, when I watched it for about ten minutes, it was, I mean, it looked okay. I think they were dating during uh, Cinco de Mayo. They were in a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we we didn't finish it when we first started, it, and then we we finished it uh, a few days ago, and it, it's it's a good. I mean, it's it's not like a an award winner. It's not it's not like no one's gonna win an Oscar for this this role. Yeah. It's just a fun movie with a silly storyline with some with. Um, bunch of holidays in there that encompasses the entire year. So um, I, I definitely, I, I give, I, I'll tell people to check it out. So, um, and a couple other things I did watch while, I mean, cause I've been off since uh, basically the, when we record our last show was the last day I actually worked. I go back on Monday. I'm not looking forward to that, but I had a nice little stretch off. Yeah. So I caught up on some shows like Superstore on NBC. I caught up on that one. Um, and the America Ferrera left the show after I think the third or fourth episode. They've done like five or six of the seasons so far, and they're on a little mid-season break. Yeah, but they did. They solidly did announce a couple of days ago that the the remaining eleven episodes this season are going to be the end of the show. They're ending the show this year, uh, surprisingly. Um, but I don't know, have you ever watched Superstore? No, I know we talked about it um, a couple of episodes ago, but I haven't picked up on it yet. Yeah, it's it's um, it's a stupid comedy. Um, I, I mentioned it before. It's basically like, like a glorified like uh, Walmart type situation. <laughs> yes. And but it's it's a fun show. It's, it's really funny. Uh, great characters on there. Um, I don't know if America for Leaving is what killed the show. I know it didn't have great ratings to begin with, but it has kind of like a, it's a little bit of a cult following behind it. So. I would not be surprised if it gets picked back up. Maybe it'll put it on Peacock with a slight changes to it, or if Netflix or someone else might try buying it. Um, I'm not sure this is actually going to be into the show, but for NBC's sake, this is going to be into the show. Do you have Peacock? I do not. It, it just does not. It doesn't have anything on there that really entices me yet. Okay, I was going to see if you checked out uh, Saved by the Bell. I kind of want to see that, but <laughs> not enough to subscribe to that. Yeah. I may wait till the season's all done, and then I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll subscribe. But I, I have a hard time whenever these these local channels are making their own uh, platforms. Yeah, like CBS All Access. There's really the only show on there that I kind of watch was that Star Trek Discovery and then Picard. So what I do is I will pay for one month, binge it that entire month, and be done with it. Yeah. They don't have enough stuff stuff coming out throughout the year to keep my attention. 
Whereas HBO Max, I was not subscribing to that one. But after their announcement uh, about moving all of their movies to that are releasing in 2021 the same day on HBO Max, I'm going to subscribe to that now. So movie theaters are toast. Yeah, so I know their stocks plummeted uh, when this announcement came out. I know a lot of them are upset. They're trying to they're trying to convince them to change their mind, but it makes sense because they own the platform. So I mean, come on. Obviously, they're going to try to to get as many as many dollars as they can out of it since they're going to lose it in theaters anyway. Yeah. So basically, this starts on Christmas Day with Wonder Woman 1984. Yep, I'm gonna come home. So, so I'm definitely watching that one. Um, you have Mortal Kombat January fifteenth, um, Godzilla versus Kong May twenty first, mm-hmm. uh, Space Jam two July sixteenth, Suicide Squad August sixth, Dune October first. Uh, looks like Elvis November fifth, King Richard November nineteenth, and then Matrix four December twenty second of next year. So, and there's many more other movies I didn't list on this as well, um, but. That's a hell of a plan for them to try to go ahead and get viewers to HBO Max in the COVID world. Yes, there are talks of vaccine. We don't know how it's going to play out. A lot of people don't want to take the vaccine. So basically, that's still going to put them at risk in the theaters. So I like this plan. I mean, it's, it, it turned me into a subscriber. So if it worked for me, I'm sure it's going to work for a lot more other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I like it. I'm going to subscribe. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to finally watch that uh, Will Smith thing, the uh, Fresh Prince thing that you talked about a couple episodes ago. Yeah. So, just, just but, imagine all the uh, subscriptions that people are going to oh, subscribe. Yeah, I, I can guarantee you the spike in subscriptions on Christmas Day is going to blow everything out of the water. Oh, yeah. Because people want to see Wonder Woman. Because for the DC world, that was the best movie that kind of fixed some things that was ruined with justice league and whatnot. And then remember next year, not wasn't on that list. Justice league is going to be re-released under the Zack Snyder cut. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're going to, uh, I don't know if I'm going to watch that, honestly. Oh man. I cannot wait. Cause I mean, like I, the justice league was not a terrible movie, but from what was filmed already and what the original storyline was, it was going to be a much better movie so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the cast seems to like a lot better. They like they like Zack Snyder a lot better too. So I'm looking forward to Snyder Cut. Uh, I think it's going to be a whole different movie, and uh, I think it could revitalize the whole franchise. Yeah, I just I'm a Marvel guy. I just when I, when I I saw Wonder Woman, perfect, awesome, loved it. Batman, Superman, uh, I saw in theaters. I got through that. That was a long movie, but <laughs> I mean. Supposed to be longer too. Just, just, yeah, <laughs> Justice League. I just couldn't. I couldn't turn my attention to it. Like it, it, I, I saw it for like twenty minutes, and I was just like, oh. Like well, I, just like, my attention span went somewhere else, and I turned it off. Just like we've mentioned on the show many, many, many episodes ago, the problem with Justice League was they did not build the characters first. Yeah. They made the they made the assumption the the audience would know cyborg they would know flash they would know these other characters they didn't even I mean aquaman movie came out i liked aquaman i know a lot of people didn't like I it but it made, it. it made a ton of money for him so obviously yeah. it did well but the uh you made a lot of assumptions so people walked in the theater and you alienated most of your crowd mm-hmm. now marvel i didn't know a thing a single thing about iron man 
then the movie came out. I didn't really know a whole lot about Black Widow and these other characters, but they popped up in these movies. Yeah, same here. Then you had the first Avengers. That is what worked, whereas right now, DC needs is reverting back to, okay, character-only movies before they want to revisit another Justice League in the future. Yeah, I understand. So, and I know um, Suicide Squad, um, they, they brought in the, uh, the director from Guardians of the Galaxy, so I have high expectations for that. From what I've, I've heard great things about it. Um, I just watched last night Birds of Prey. Um, oh, I still got to finish that. And so, like, I, that one, it's, it's, it's very different because it's, it's a villain movie. Mm-hmm. But I really liked it. I thought it was a really good movie. Yeah, the acting was so-so, the storyline was so-so, but the jokes landed. The characters, I knew a lot of characters. I watched that TV show Gotham several years back, so a lot of those characters were popping up there. Um, I liked it. I thought it was good, and I, I think it was a good reboot for Harley Quinn to kind of take her out of the Joker's shadow. They referenced him, but he was never in the movie, so yeah, that was good. Yeah, figured that he wasn't going to be either. So, um, but yeah, with all with that being said, I mean, I, I love going to see a movie in a theater. Um I worry about a local movie theater like the Alamo here. Um, I'm still going to go see movies in theaters, but um, I think Warner Brothers' decision is going to be the first of many that we're going to see this next year of movies going straight to streaming. I love it. I I actually like the idea of them doing that. Well, and there's they had talks of that in the past before COVID even started, where would it make sense for them to release it maybe 30 bucks at home? Now, again, there's some movies I have to see in a theater on the big screen with the, with the surround sound, with that big audio, the popcorn in my hand, or Alamo, get the queso and chips, and you get the the burger. Um, yeah, there'll be like six people in that theater. That's how I feel like yeah. it's going to be. I don't, yeah, I think movie theaters are probably going to come back after the pandemic. I don't know when. It's going to be totally different. It's going to be a totally different experience. Different. Like, why would I want somebody right next to me just after COVID is ending? Or if, you know, even if it does end, but. Somebody yeah. sitting right next to me with no mask. Uh, nah, I'd rather sit at home and on my cell phone and watch it. Surround sound and everything, perfect. Now, I think you'll, you'll see a lot more of like what Alamo's doing. They're, they're refitting some of the theaters that are still open to have the dividers, space between seats. You can They have like the little three-pack seats. They have the two-pack seats. You, you can get the big old four to eight-pack seats. So that way, if you, you can book it in, in your group and have your space at the same time. So yeah, I think, I think we'll see more of that in the future. Um, I, I would think that they'd revi- revitalize their whole concession stand process. Um, I just don't know what it's going to look like. And I think just, they don't know what it's going to look like yet either. They're trying to figure out so they can modernize themselves for 2021. Whenever the vaccine starts rolling out here in the next few weeks. Yep. If the vaccine works, that's the other key is making sure this vaccine actually works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, did you catch anything else while you're off, or that that was kind of uh, it? That was pretty much it. Um, Saturday, Sunday came around football, fantasy football. Nothing really, nothing else really. I mean, I was playing like Switch with my with family and my wife and the kids. They love playing that, so we had a good time. Yeah. It was a good little holiday. Yeah, I spent most of my time. Well, like I, like I mentioned, I think last episode, I'm the Thanksgiving cook, so I cooked. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, my uh, my uh, my daughter's uh, spouse ended up having a fever, so they stayed home as 
precautions. They yeah. ended up testing negative, but they didn't want to put us at risk. So um, it was just me, the wife, and my youngest daughter. And then um, it was a quiet lot day. Different, man. Yeah, quiet day. Watched some football. We got we didn't get the 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 better game. That got delayed like almost almost an entire week. It was six days later, but that game finally played. Yep. And then, um, yeah, I watch football this weekend. Um, it's, it's I, I enjoy watching Red Zone more when I don't have anything to play for in fantasy. Because <laughs> I'm not getting mad whenever someone vultures more on my player session. I don't care at that point. I'm just enjoying football. Um, and I think I mentioned in our group. Like, so like, in our league, I'm eliminated from playoff contention. But my other two leagues, I have the exact same team almost to, to a T. Yeah be one or two different players but in there i'm i'm uh 10 and 2 and 9 and 3 it's all about the schedule i mean i, I think I, I showed you the guy i beat last week your uh your relative i beat him and if i had his schedule i'd be 7 and 3 right now or something along those lines with uh not counting our mutual games so uh season's season's over for me i'm enjoying watching you guys i actually had a, a guy um cookie actually called me last night to explain to him the whole scenarios for him. <laughs> kind of like how I, I sent you guys your messages. I sent you all messages mm-hmm. on the scenario guide. So he's asking what would have to happen for him not to make the playoffs. I told him it's not likely. He had to be outscored. He could theoretically finish seventh, but he won't. Yeah. Um, he was first wondering why he wasn't second, why you were second, but I explained to him division leaders are one and two. Um, but yeah, yeah, you got a big week coming up this weekend. Just, you, I you could go. I got two buys in my other leagues, and then hopefully I get the third buy tomorrow if I win. So next yeah, week won't matter for me. If I, I mean, it will in, in this league if I lose in our work league. But uh, I'm hoping to go three for three in buys. Yeah. So the the uh, crazy thing for you, and actually almost everybody except for two people in our league, you could go anywhere from being in first place to being out of the playoffs. Yeah. Well, so well, first in division, second second overall. Yeah, so like right now you're in a two seed. Yeah. If you lose, you're gonna be jumped by the guy because he'll have to tie break over you in points, mm-hmm. and you can't gain points on him because you're facing him, obviously. Yeah. And then um, if you lose, and the t- three teams who are at seven and five win, and if one of them score outscores you by forty, you fall away down to seven. You miss the playoffs. Now, I know I told you in the group that's actually the scenario I'm rooting for. <laughs> I would love to see. I want. I want to see your reaction if you go from the first round by to being out of the playoffs. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think it's, it might be closer than you think. It, going to this weekend, if you it, don't win, it's going to be an interesting Sunday. And what sucks about it is I have only one twelve o'clock player, which is Trey Burton. So yeah. everybody else is going at three o five, three twenty five. So it's going to be a interesting uh, evening for me. I, I think you have if Trey Burton will get 15 points. I'll be happy with that. Not no good two points that that would be bad for me. So I was thinking of Trey Burton. He like, he had that one game for me where he scored the two touchdowns. He's not the focal point of the office, but you're, what you're lucky is that they're facing the Texans. Yeah. They torch the Texans every single year. That's why I picked up T Y Hilton. I may actually play him. I haven't decided yet, but T Y Hilton always destroys Houston. That's true. Yeah. It was, in, it was between him or like Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph, he's a blocking tight end at this point. So I was like, man, Trey Burton had a, a good game against Tennessee a couple like uh, last week. So yeah. uh, hopefully Phillip Rivers can, can find them in the end zone. Yeah, whenever uh, whenever your boy Johnny got uh, he got, uh, yeah, he got a goose out. 
I went and I picked up uh, Fersker. Fersker, <laughs> man. And I, went, I picked them up and I dropped them today so that way no one can claim them for the weekend. <laughs> I want to be that. I want, since I'm out in the playoffs, I want to make it as hard as possible for other people to make it. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and just move into our big sports stories of, of the week. Basically, we're going to touch on the NBA, check the college football scoreboard, and then talk a little bit about, a little bit about the NFL. Um, I want to first start real quick. This wasn't in our notes, but I want to throw it out there because – Needs to be said. College basketball is back. Um, COVID is wreaking havoc throughout the sport right now. Shocking. I think I saw a, a report that eleven percent of the teams had ceased operations for for two weeks because of COVID outbreaks. Mm. And remember, there's three hundred teams in, in Division One college basketball, so eleven percent is a lot. And then. Um, we lost out on the number one versus number two, Gonzaga versus Baylor today because an outbreak. They're talking about possibly trying to reschedule that game. I, I, I want to see it. Um, I think that's going to be a great game. Um, but I, I'm concerned because, so, I mean, it just takes one player getting sick, and then the whole team stops for two weeks. And I don't know if we're going to make it through the season. I don't. I mean, I think they'll make it to the season, but I don't. I mean, there's going to be a lot of postponements, um, cancellations, pushback dates, push this game over here. It's just, it's. I feel sorry for this, the college the college basketball committee trying to reschedule these games because there's so many, so yeah. many teams, Austin P and all kinds of teams. Like, I feel bad for them. I don't know if March Madness is actually going to be played in March. I don't know if they're going to push it back, but. Uh, well, and it, it, is it going to be 68 teams? Are they going to tr- drop it down to 16 or, or yeah. 36? I mean, is COVID going to hit like days before? How then? Who are they going to put in if a team can't get? It's going to be crazy. Yeah, and so, and I think we're instead of having the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I think we're going to get it all through the week. So it sounds like they're going to try to do a bubble in one city, and I think it'll be hard for them to do the uh, half of one day, half the next day. So, I mean, they could do a city like Indianapolis, who's kind of the leader in the pack for that, because, I mean, you have Lucas Oil Stadium, where you can put two or three courts into. You already have Banker's Life Fieldhouse there. Butler Hinkle Fieldhouse is there. IUPUI Stadium is downtown there. Um, you have the, the uh, Fairgrounds, which is which is the old Pacers ABA Stadium and Coliseum down there. So, I mean, you could easily get the number of, of sites you need to do the schedule that way. Mm-hmm. But again, are we going? Are they going to try to quarantine sixty-eight teams, or are they going to try to quarantine sixteen? Yeah, that's going to be difficult. Yeah. Very difficult. So, I, we have a long time to go. Um, we have vaccines being released in the next month or so. Who knows? They may, they may work, and then we may we may have a big flush uh, of the players getting the vaccine. Um, is, we'll see. I mean, there's, there's a whole whole lot of things that can happen, and and I think college basketball they're canceling games now to basically not take up space to reschedule conference games. So they more they're more worried about the conference games than they are the non conference schedule, which is why these teams are canceling games and not rescheduling them. So yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Once they have the days off uh, during the week that they can actually input that game because if they play what Saturdays and maybe like a Monday, Tuesday, and then what, like late later on that week. Well, it really depends. I mean, a lot of school, I mean, almost every single day of the week, you're going to have a game 
be, before COVID. Um, and I think it's easier to do that now because of all the virtual learning like schools are doing. Mm-hmm. So if it say, say Baylor and Gonzaga reschedule and they fly in Indianapolis and the game is supposed to happen on Saturday, but they say, Hey, this, this take some more tests. Let's wait until Thursday. They can stay in their hotels. They can quarantine there, take their test and then play on Thursday. They can still go to class because it's all online. So yeah. do you ever wonder how like that one person gets it or how it's like stars <laughs> for one team? <clears throat> well, it's, uh, they they never really announced. I know um, James Conner got it because uh, he came in contact. I think his wife came in contact with somebody. And I know um, Jonathan Taylor of the Colts. His girlfriend tested positive, which is why he had to sit out. So yeah, see, so it's not only the players; it's his family and and friends that are you know that yeah go out without a mask or and, and, that's, and I'll, I'll touch a little bit on that for the NBA. The NBA is being smart about it, obviously, because Adam Silver is best commissioner. But we'll touch a little bit on their health protocols being announced and that they actually take into account their family life. So yeah, um, we'll touch on that here in a little bit. But first, uh, let's jump now into the NBA since we're uh, we're already on that subject a little bit. Um, the NBA released a little more in half their schedule. 38 to 39 games per team so far has been released. Um, opening night, we're going to get the Warriors at the Nets and we're going to get the Clippers at the Lakers. So... Both those are on TNT, um, and then Wednesday we're going to have Bucks at Celtics and Mavericks at Suns. Uh, one uh, Celtics, Bucks, TNT, and the other game is going to be at ESPN. So the NBA is back. We're a couple weeks away from it happening. Um, Christmas Day. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rant a little bit here real quick. So Christmas Day, they had almost the perfect team's schedule. I hate the matchups. <laughs> So, so let me let me break it down for you. So at noon, we're getting the Pelicans at the Heat. Of course, we want to see Zion and the, the Heat were the runner-ups. Why is we that get game at 11 a.m.? Well, it's just because they always have one game starting. It's always going to be Eastern Conference. Well, so well, Yeah, but the Miami was runner-up to the championship. They should at least have them at like 2.30 or something. Oh, no, that, that's a prime time game for Christmas Day because people are done wrap, unwrapping their presents. They've had oh, their breakfast. Fuck. Time to turn the game on, start to start the playoff, start the uh, the the marathon. So, yeah. um, the second game is going to be the Warriors at the Bucks again. I don't really get that matchup, but it's what it is. Nets at Celtics. I kind of see that one. I I, I do. I kind of see that one. Um, then you have the Mavericks at Lakers and the Clippers at Nuggets. So, here's here's where I I think we should go with this. So, the Heat should face the Bucks. So the number one seed last year in the, in the conference runner-up should face each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the Clippers and the Lakers should face each other. The two LA teams. Now I guess we get down on twenty second. They should have swapped those dates or something or whatever. Then you get the. Um, I that's why I say I, I kind of see the Nets at Celtics, but I rather see the Nets and, and the Warriors because Kevin Durant facing his old team. Yeah. And then, then you have the Mavericks versus the Nuggets, which is you have a lot of the young international talent in that one. And then um, the Pelicans and um, who am I leaving out there? Pelicans and Warriors. Yeah, yeah the Warriors. So, um, yeah, it's – again, I like the teams. I like the players in playing. I don't like the matchups. But they're smarter than me, whatever. I, I guess we're going to get some of those better matchups – the days leading up to this, like with the Clippers Lakers on opening night. And I wouldn't mind the, seeing Brooklyn at, at LA. That'd be a good matchup. 
I think that would be a good matchup too, especially if they trade for Harden. Uh, Dallas. Harden. Well, I guess he Dallas. Come on. Well, Luca. Yeah, Luca and Kristaps oh, Porzingis. Yeah. yeah, I understand, but I don't know. I don't like the them against LA on Christmas Day. Yeah, and the only reason they're doing the, the Clippers and then the, the Nuggets is because the playoffs last year, mm-hmm. the Nuggets came back from three one. I get it. I get it. I understand, but come on, man, you're killing me. <laughs> So, um, basically, of these games being released, um, the number one team getting the most primetime games or national television games, obviously, are going to be the Lakers at 16 games. Celtics and Mavericks, Pelicans and Warriors each get 14 national games. Uh, Nets get 13, Bucks get 12, Clippers get 11, Heat get 10, Sixers and Suns get 9. So, a lot of these have the star power. Obviously, you're gonna be seeing these these players in a lot of games. Um, the team that the teams that I don't really get like the Rockets. Yeah, they just traded Westbrook to get John Wall, but they only get seven prime primetime games, national games. I, I don't get that. <laughs> the, the Nuggets it's off that hot run last year, six national games. Who gets the lowest? Blazers, uh, Blazers with uh, five games. I mean, Damian Lillard is one of the best players in the sport. So the Wizards, Thunder, Spurs, Pistons, Magic, Kings, and Cavaliers get zero games. Damn, nobody's going to see Russell Westbrook? Uh, as of right now, no, unless they get flexed up there. Now, this doesn't count. Uh, I don't think this counts NBA TV games, so there'll be some of those games on there. But the Bulls, Hawks, Hornets, Knicks, and Timberwolves all get one game. Uh, Pacers got two. Wizard, Grizzlies got three. The surprise for me, the Raptors, got, Raptors and Jazz, they're pretty good teams. They got four. I don't know why they're why they're being uh, so the, low there. Uh, the Tampa Bay Raptors. Tampa Bay Raptors. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds weird. So I hope they change their "We the North" slogan to "We the South." <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, but again, I'm glad to see we're gonna get we're gonna get the games back here. Obviously, somebody's gonna get postponed, so you have to flex other games into the national game, national uh, spotlight. Yeah. And then um, if any of these teams that are in the single digits or with zero games surprise this year and they're at the top of the standings, you better believe when they release the rest of the schedule, boom, we're going to see them on TV. Yeah, for sure. So any of those any of the surprise you or any of those matchups that you're interested in? No, nah, well, just the ones I mentioned in Dallas and Los Angeles. I know Dallas has Luka and, and uh, Perzingis, but I want to see – I mean, Kevin Durant's coming back. Kyrie's over there. Um, I want to see them go toe-to-toe with the defending champion Lakers, LeBron and and yeah. Anthony, Dav- uh, Anthony Davis. And now You better believe that's going to be on national TV. It's just not going to be on Christmas. Yeah. I mean, what is that, on ESPN, 7 o'clock? I'm looking at the schedule. Yeah, ESPN, right? Or yeah. NBC and ESPN, it looks like. Yeah, those generally just ABC if they say that. They're, they're being presented by ESPN but on ABC. I will tell you, though – I will be watching the Saints Vikings though. Of course, I mean I will be watching yeah. that instead of probably Golden State Milwaukee. <laughs> I think that game's like at three thirty. That Saints Vikings, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think the Nets Celtics. Those are gonna be two top two of the top teams in the East. So now the Celtics, they're they're gonna be down Kemba probably until January. He's still trying to get over. I think it's a a knee issue. I think um, they lost Gordon Hayward, obviously. Um, we mentioned on the last episode. And so the Celtics are going to take a little bit of a step back, but they're still a really good team. Like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, those guys are still really good. So our pick should be coming up here uh, in a couple of weeks, right? right? So we have – let me look at this real quick. So 
we record so twelve. So probably on the episode we do on the nineteenth that we fill, that we we uh, schedule. So not next week, but the week after. Yeah, we'll give our standing prediction. Now, obviously, we're not gonna go game by game. We're just gonna do our one through eight. I guess we need to do one through ten because the playing games. Yeah, and then maybe our playoff predictions. Um, and then we'll lock it in and see how we do. Can't wait. So. All right, and then uh, the other thing I mentioned earlier is NBA health protocols. Let me bring up there's like 15 tweets. Let me go. Let me pull up Twitter real quick because a lot of information was shared. So uh, Woj tweeted out about eight hours ago from when we're filming this. Uh, um, there was a 158 page document released for teams to, to talk about player and teams um, health protocols for the season. All right, so at home. Players and staff are not allowed to enter bars, lounges, clubs, live entertainment, gaming venues, with some exceptions, uh, public gyms, spas, pool areas, or large indoor social gatherings, uh, 15 people or more. So traveling is going to be a challenge for them. And so as Woj tweeted out, um, the NBA and NBA PA are searching for ways to allow some freedom but also limit the exposure to the virus. So teams will be notified of the vetting process for approved restaurants. Um, they're still trying to figure out what's going to constitute being approved. I'm sure they have to get some buy-in from these restaurants. So if I'm a restaurant owner in these cities, you better believe I'm going to be calling the NBA and saying, what do you need me to do? I will be your person. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this NBA, is yeah, NBA is also going to provide twice a week testing for household members. And this is for both players and staff. So they're encouraging enhancing the protection throughout the entire season by also testing family members. Hmm. Um, so Tim Bontemps uh, tweeted out about how there's going to be violations. Uh, any violations will be dealt with that causes schedule adjustments or impact other teams will be fines, suspensions, adjusted or lost of draft choices or possible game forfeitures. So they're being very serious about this. Um, let me see if bon, uh, Tim posted anything else on here. Because I, I know uh, when you're on the road, you're only going to be limited to very close en- uh, encounters with people who are close to you. So a family member or an agent can see you on the road, but they have to be approved by the NBA. Um let me see. Recognition of the significant health risk that flu can pose. Teams must present players that are uh, either tier one or tier two personnel with the option to receive the flu vaccine. So they're making sure that all players and their families can get the flu vaccine. And once an actual COVID vaccine comes out, they will address with the NBA PA once they know it's safe about getting the players the vaccine. So when this comes into full effect and they start announcing um, game by game, how many people can actually go into stadiums and arenas is I wonder how long it's going to take for this to actually be good to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like if I'm going to be like, Oh, you know, I think it's, it's over. I'm going to go to San down to San Antonio. I'm gonna go to a Spurs game with uh, 12,000 other people. So, so, um, basically once they follow the national health guidelines. So yeah, uh, most states are not allowing fans and the NBA does not want to have a lot of fans in there to begin with. 
the cities who are allowing some fans have to present two negative tests, 48 and 24 hours before, and then show that when they enter the stadium. So I feel like um, it's going to be difficult getting into the stadium. <laughs> I think so too, but it's, it's what it's what it takes right now. Now, again, you're not having to do that for 12,000 people. You have to do that probably for 2000 people. So this should be easy to get through the lines there, but yeah, you got the open doors like three hours early just so people can yeah. catch the first minutes of the game. But the, the testing of the family, the road protocols, the home protocols, this is stuff that, Football should have done. Well, should have, yeah. <laughs> this is stuff that baseball should have done before when they had their season. So, again, I know we praise a lot about what the NBA does. Again, they're doing it right now. Again, on paper versus real life is going to be two totally different things. We got to make sure the players are following guidelines. But with the suspension risk out there, with the loss of uh, picks, forfeiting games, mm-hmm. the players know they got to follow these rules. Some of them aren't are, are going to slip up, kind of like uh, Daniel House did in, in Orlando in the bubble. But I, what we saw happen in the bubble, I trust a lot of these NBA players to actually listen. And I think this might be one of the reasons why it's a trade off, why they're no longer going to test for marijuana in the NBA. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like, hey, stay home, do what you got to do. Just make sure you're able to come to the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, I don't know how they're going to police a lot of this. I don't know how they're going to know for sure if a player has visitors to his house or whatever. Um, only time will tell. Someone will slip up. There'll be fines. There'll be suspensions. Um, I think what it sounds like the, if there's going to be multiple multiple offenses, that's when it's going to get really strict. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I, I think they're doing this to make sure that the teams hold their players accountable yeah. and the players hold their teammates accountable. We'll see, man. It's, it's, so. you know, it takes everybody on the team to follow these guidelines and, and cooperate. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> it just yeah. takes one person. But if there's going to be a league that does it and does not, doesn't have as many interferences like what we're seeing now in the in, in NFL, it's going to be in the NBA. Yeah. They they have the leadership. They have the, the buy-in. They have the leadership from the Players Association. Mm-hmm. I, I I, I trust them to do this and do it right. So, all right, um, we'll go ahead and move over and touch up on the college football scoreboard. Um, I unfortunately did not get to watch any games today, so some of these are going to be news to me. So let me roll through here. Currently, Oregon is trailing Cal uh, by four, twenty-one seventeen, with uh, about thirteen and a half minutes left of the game. Um, San Diego State's up on Colorado State. Um, let me go to the top 25. I know Clemson just I, scored to put it 24-10 over Virginia Tech. Yeah. Alabama's okay. beating up on LSU. 35-14. Miami's blanking Duke 21-0 at yeah. uh, halftime. Oklahoma 10-0 halftime. That's kind of a low-scoring game. Uh, Baylor. <clears throat> Notre Dame uh, beat Syracuse 45-21. Ohio State rolled over Michigan State 52-12. Yeah, God. God, man. A&M still staying in that uh, talks of uh, college playoffs. So A&M had to come back. They were down 20 to 14 injury in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Scored 17 unanswered points to win 31-20. So that was a scary game for them. Iowa State going to the Big 12 uh, championship. 42-6 uh, over West Virginia. 
Uh, Florida beat up on Tennessee 31-19. IU kept keeping their dream season alive at 14 and six winners over Wisconsin. That was an offensive game. <laughs> yeah. Well, remember, IU's on their backup quarterback because their their starter, uh, Michael Penix, um, you have to be careful how you say that, Penix, <laughs> he um, tore his ACL, I believe, which is a shame because he was, he was having a great season. But Tom Allen, head coach of IU, unquestionable college football coach of the year. Yeah, just don't bring him to Texas, please. Stay, <laughs> stay away from Texas talks, please. We will touch on that here in a second. So, uh, <laughs> Coastal Carolina uh, pulled the upset. They beat BYU. They stopped, uh, they stopped them on like the two-yard line. They stopped yeah, BYU the on like two-yard line. Clash of the unbeatens. Coastal Carolina exits 10-0. and I bet you're going to jump up pretty high in those rankings. Uh, TCU upset number 15, Oklahoma State, 29-22. What happened to Oklahoma State? Jesus Christ. Uh, well, remember, they, they had the defense, but they just didn't really have much of an offense, and it, it showed yeah, there. They had them being in the Big uh, Big 12 uh, championship this year. Yeah, that's not like it's going to happen. No. Nah. <laughs> so, so um, North Carolina beat up on Western Carolina. I'm sure that was uh, – How was Western Carolina only played three games? Uh, <laughs> COVID, I guess, they were they were one of those sched- one of those conferences that started late, and they've had a lot of games canceled because of COVID. So, so yeah, it looks like they're only going to play like four to five games this year. Yeah, <laughs> zero and three, zero and three right now. They, should, they shouldn't have even played. I mean, they're kind of like Nebraska. They, you, you really want to play? Okay, look what's happening to you, Nebraska. <laughs> you need a new you need a new coach. So. <laughs> um, Iowa beat up uh, I didn't really say beat up they won by two touchdowns over Illinois Rice pulled a big upset shutting out number 21 Marshall 20 to nothing yeah that was a shocker yeah Stanford upset number 22 Washington 31-26 and Tulsa beat Navy 19-6 uh, Vanderbilt Georgia Northwestern Minnesota uh, were postponed and canceled uh, Louisiana, number 25, Raging Cajuns beat Appalachian State uh, back on Friday. And looks like we still have to play uh, on Sunday, Washington State and UC- USC. It's weird seeing a college football game on Sundays during the NFL. I know. I know. It's, it is very, very weird. So, Like, who's going to watch um, that? <laughs> tomorrow night's NFL game, you know, I'm obviously going to watch that for fantasy implications, but. Yeah. I'm not going to tune into USC Washington State. So, um, just to touch a little bit on the Big Twelve. So the games are being played. Obviously, we mentioned Oklahoma's up ten nothing. Um, the unranked games. We had Texas Tech uh, beat Kansas sixteen thirteen in a slugfest. <laughs> slugfest. Kansas zero and nine. Oh man, Les Miles. How long is he going to last there? Nah, I don't know if he should have went there in the first place. <laughs> And then uh, Texas played the way we expected Texas to play all year. They beat Kansas State 69-31. 69 points. And what we believe, our uh, our previous guest Trey Elling believes, is going to be Herman's last game as coach of Texas. This reminds me of... uh... 2004 Texas teams where we clobbered the hell out of teams, Colorado and 77 and yeah. Nebraska, 69 points. They went to the last game of the season and put up 69 points. Yeah. Come on now. 
Like Trey Elling says, feeding the Longhorns are doing what they should have been doing all along under Herman in his final game as head coach. He fully believes that Herman's going to be fired possibly tomorrow because Crystal Conte, the, uh, the athletic director, is in Manhattan, Kansas for the game. And he believes Urban Meyer will be announced as the new Texas head coach tomorrow or Monday. Now, that is a damn good day if that happens. Urban Meyer is being stalked by Texas football right now. Texas football fans. <laughs> you mean Peter? So, oh. <laughs> Peter, Peter Mack. Peter Mack, I think. Peter Mack. So, uh, and that, you, you sent this message earlier, but I saw it. Uh, I think I saw it on Thursday or Friday. Urban Meyer had posted a, a video for Fox Sports. And it looks like he's in a hotel room and people found a freaking hotel that matches the curtains, matches the chair. Uh, what was this at uh, um, Horseshoe Bay? Yeah. Horseshoe Bay, which is not too far from Austin. So, so not a uh, Northwest? Yeah, a little bit Northwest. Uh, actually, not too far from me. I'm up in Liberty Hill, so it's not too far from me. And so all, point, all signs are pointing that Urban Meyer – very well could be the next head coach of, the, of Texas football. Um, you would think uh, Tom, uh, Herman has a heads up on this because he's close with Urban Meyer. Yeah. Well, they were. He coached for him at Ohio State. Now, some of the things that came out of the assistant coaches and all that stuff in Ohio State, maybe they had a little falling out or whatever, but you would think that Urban Meyer is giving him a heads up. Like, hey, they reached out to me. I'm going to accept. But I, I saw Sports Illustrated had an article today saying he's already doing his what ifs, calling people. If I hate a head coach at Texas, would you want to be an assistant? So mm-hmm. that that not that, not to, not to Herman. I'm talking about other people. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's calling around to people he's had contact with, coaches at other teams, saying, "Hey, I might become out of retirement." Do you want to coach on my staff? Who's get hit the recruiting right away? I don't know if it's announced this week because I mean they still have one more game. They, they play Kansas now again. You and I could probably coach Can- against yeah. Kansas and win that game one hundred and nothing. But I don't know. It's just yeah. Excuse my I, last game. That's not the last game against Kansas State. It's against Kansas next week. Um, if it doesn't get canceled, I, that is. I, yeah, if it doesn't get canceled, I feel like another like fifty point performance, which doesn't. Um, which isn't That's good it. because I think Del Conte will be like, oh, let's, let's give him another year. Let's let's keep him on, the, you know, as a head coach of, of Texas for another year or two. And it's like, oh, shit, like, really? Like, yeah. we're, we're, we're going from early in the season, like, please fire Tom Herman to, like, he just smacked around Kansas State 69 points today. And then they faced Kansas to put up maybe like 50 points. He's going to stay around. So they're not going to lose a Kansas whatsoever. But yeah. if it's close, maybe. Yeah. I mean, someone on here goes, Tom Herman would put up 69 points on the weekend that school's trying to fire him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, it'll I mean, be. It'll... In 2017, he went seven and six. They took, he took him to the Texas Bowl. Okay. 2018, he went 10 and four. They beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. Last year, eight and five, Alamo Bowl. This year, most likely, it's going to be another. Alamo Bowl, Texas Bowl trip. That's not good. That's definitely yeah. not good. And you know the boosters yeah. and, and the seniors, I mean, at Texas, the senior citizens that went to Texas, the boosters, if you're not putting up undefeated seasons or one-loss seasons, your ass is grass. If you lose 3-4, you're out. Yeah. 
And what's what's people? So there's a whole campaign out there on Twitter to extend Herman. Um, they're using the example of saying that he has more wins in his first few seasons than Mac Brown did. Now, Mac Brown was not hired after winning a national title and should have should have winning a second national title wasn't for your quarterback going down with injury. Yeah. So Tom Herman's following up a pretty good run back less than 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So the pressure's higher on him. And with the money that this program is, is generating, you can't have four or five losses. You can't have three losses in, in a conference this year whenever you have one of the best quarterbacks as a senior. Exactly. Because we know if you have three losses with your best quarterback going out as a senior, if we bring Tom Herman back next year, we're going to have probably five or six losses next year, <laughs> if not seven. You lost to Baylor. <laughs> You should have beat Oklahoma. You lost a TCU. TCU. I mean, TCU is five and four. I mean, they're, they're mediocre. They you know they easily could have been like undefeated this year. Oh, they should have been undefeated. All this year. these games are close. They haven't really been blown out. Yeah. I mean, that Oklahoma game was oof, and the Texas Tech game was shootout. Yeah. They lost to uh, Iowa State by three. They technically should be undefeated, but that's a different story. We're not. At undefeated, so and so my question is: Let's say Urban Meyer does not come as head coach. What do you do? Is there anyone out there that you would bring in that can do better than Tom Herman? Uh, I heard talks of uh, James Franklin, but I mean, what has he done? Exactly. I don't want these guys. I want a national championship winning coach. That's Tom Herman. I mean, uh, Urban Meyer. Bring back Mac Brown for all I care, dude. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so i mean I, I heard james franklin's name out there and he yeah he's he's been perennial with penn state double digit wins this one year he had nine wins now this year he's terrible that team has fallen off a cliff this year i don't know what happened um but he normally has good team. he got vanderbilt respectable i mean that's not easy to do yes tom uh i mean urban uh Tom Herman got Houston respectable, and look what he did. Yeah. Look him here. Yeah, and so the other name I heard is Oregon's coach. Uh, was it Cristobal or whatever his name is? Yeah, yeah. dude, not. I mean, that guy had a losing record at FIU. They better not strike out. If, if Tom Herman's out and Urban Meyer does not want to come here, do not strike out, please, please. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, what, are you hoping for like a Hugh Freeze? Shoot. I mean, go to San Francisco and get Kyle Shanahan over here. Go up north to Michigan. Get the uh, the Harbaugh over here. Yeah, uh, don't don't bring Harbaugh here. <laughs> <laughs> just I don't know, man. It's just there's not a lot of coach like coaches out there that have won titles or probably retired or or I also heard Dan Mullen from Florida. Yeah, he's, he's a like Tom Herman, like the same. I mean, yeah, he's doing something good with Florida now. Why is he going to leave? He's he got them. Top 10. He can get those Florida kids over here. Yeah, but that's going to piss off the boosters. They want Texas kids here. Oh, yeah. That was one of Charlie Strong's biggest problems. He recruited the best, some of the best players out of Florida, and when they got here, they lost the games. That was like the Florida Five or something like that. Yeah, I mean, they, they had some decent receivers that came in here from Florida, but mm-hmm. they still got to win the games. And if you don't win the games, they're going to say, well, you get Texas kids in here. And Urban Meyer can recruit Texas kids. Urban Meyer can recruit anybody he wants. Oh man, that'll be gold, man. 
don't know. You, won't, you like, won't be hearing about all these decommitments from like five stars, four stars. Maybe. We lost that quarterback, Ewers. Yeah, he's gone. He gone. He went to what? He went to Oregon or? Oh, well, I know he wanted to weigh in his options. He wanted to go through the process of uh, national like signing day and all that. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't want Texas to fire Herman unless they have a coach lined up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't want them to go out and just get like a hand-me-down coach. I saw people out there today saying, well, if you can't get Urban Meyer, go get Major Applewhite. Why? <laughs> Why, yeah. Just because he was a quarterback here 30 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want somebody that's going to build up the tradition of Texas football and win national championships to be in the picture with Alabama and Clemson and Florida and all them every year. You don't want them to face – uh, like who? Like um, Utah in the Alamo Bowl? Come on, we don't want to see that. Uh, well, I know the uh, the Pinstripe Bowl got canceled. So you can't go there. Uh, but <laughs> maybe maybe we can make the Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I it's just I would have thought if he was gonna be fired, he it would have been announced by now. I mean, it's, we're filming, we're recording this now. It's nine o'clock p.m. local time. Mm-hmm. I think we would have heard by now if he's fired today. Um, I don't think you can announce Urban Meyer the same day you fire uh, Herman. Yeah, I really don't think it's going to be Monday. I think it's going to take a little bit of time. I mean, I th- you could very well fire him tomorrow and hire him Monday and then get out there recruiting. Yeah. I mean, uh, we just lost uh, um, that running back, which uh, Keontae. Yeah, then he he he's he's entering a transfer portal. He's opting out the rest of the season. Now our running backs look great today. Finally, finally, <laughs> Bijan Robinson looks like the guy that we've been wanting. Each guy had like a, a almost two hundred yards rushing and three touchdowns each. Yeah, so every game. Yeah, hopefully, Urban Meyer can coach him up. <laughs> <laughs> Just hope and pray. Oh man, so. Um, all right, uh, that's enough of us ranting about Texas football until something happens. So mm-hmm. um, go ahead and we'll move over to the NFL. So the NFL has been a mess for the last week or so. And obviously we know they're culprit, COVID. Uh, Baltimore's game was supposed to be on Thanksgiving night. Ended up being played Wednesday, the following Wednesday. Mm, that was An entire week later passed and we finally got the game played. Um, which at two forty? Come on, two forty p.m. Because NBC wanted to light the tree on time. <laughs> Nobody watched that. Come on. <laughs> and so, <laughs> can't you can't mess up the tree lighting? It's Rockefeller Center. That's where they're. That's where they're at. Now that's twenty twenty. So, when people want to watch a tree lighting, then football. <laughs> oh, my oh god, that was great. Um, <laughs> but now the um, first question: How pissed is Denver right now? Pretty pissed. Well, because pissed. you had to go out there with a practice squad receiver as your quarterback. Yep. And they delayed an entire week for the Ravens. <laughs> well, nobody wants to see Denver in the first place. If Denver could, if Denver, if they could delay Denver to Tuesday, they could have played before Baltimore played. Yeah. So I'm I'm upset if I'm Denver. I mean, I know they're trying to make an example because the reason why they're in the situation they were Nobody's was they had one of their quarterbacks test positive. They were all in a room together not wearing a mask, so they want to prove a point. 
Now, we don't really know what happened in Baltimore. All we know was there were four strains of COVID found. Three of them were stopped at one person. One spread like wildfire. (laughs) Now, that is much like what we're seeing in this country where there's there's worse strains than others. Mm -hmm. And if you get that bad strain, it's going to spread. Now, yes, Baltimore was missing a lot of players. They were missing the starting quarterback. But... They got extra rest, extra time to prepare. And I know Pittsburgh was pissed because they already had the Tennessee game kill their bye week because of Tennessee not being able to stay healthy. Now, it's very fitting Baltimore has faced Tennessee. Yeah, well, we we smacked those punks around, okay? So you survived. And the reason you survived is because you're testing out all your virus strains (laughs) on the Ravens (laughs) trying to prepare yourself for the playoffs. I, I saw Steve Young on Monday Night Football b- before um, before the Seahawks uh, Seahawks Eagles game. He was legit pissed on. Um, I guess not really like canceling this game because you, you're not going to have Lamar Jackson, one of the exciting players of the NFL MVP, MVP, MVP. playing in this game. So they're in. AFC, they're in the AFC standings. At, you know, it's critical right now the playoffs because, like I said earlier, I don't think a ten win uh, team is going to get in. Maybe now they will, but Baltimore fell out of the playoff standings by, Baltimore, by doing Baltimore this game. Pretty much have fell off because they had to start RG three and then the backup quarterback. They they needed they really did need Lamar Jackson to play this game. Yeah, and so just because of this situation, Baltimore look, is outside looking in. Which I mean. Dolphins are in that playoff spot now, so I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Tennessee. <laughs> so, um, but no, it's just, I mean, we're running out of weeks. I mean, there's no more buys. So if any game gets canceled, we're looking at week 19. We get, I mean, 18, 19. We we we, we may be delaying the playoffs at this point. Yeah. So. I mean, they're right. they're ninth right now. They're six and five. They're ninth in the standings, yeah. and they need Las Vegas to lose, Indianapolis, Miami. It's it's gonna be difficult. Well, I mean, Miami's got the game coming up with, with Kansas City, so you know they're gonna lose at least one one game coming up. So mm, I don't know. And, we'll see. And Miami, and Miami faces Vegas, so one of those two have to lose. So yeah. So, all right. Um, we will now move into our picks. So let me pull up our standings real quick because I like to look at that right now. Of Mister, course. I, for, I forgot to I forgot to do two games on the two games on Thanksgiving. <laughs> hey, I announced it. That should count. I announced it. So we'll we'll have to amend these numbers every week, but I, you do get two more picks. Uh, correct than what you're eating turkey. <laughs> so um, I am currently in first place. With 119 correct picks, I'm 119 and 56, picking at 68%. We have you in a distant second place, adjusted for those two games that you did pick correctly, but you didn't pick them on the app. So you are actually <laughs> 107 and 68. Yep. So I have a 12 pick lead on you. <sighs> I hate this part. So I, hate- I, so I gained an extra game on you last week uh, by adjusting your two back in there. So you had 12 picks right last week. I had 13, right? So we will go into this week's picks. And uh, to give you a chance 
I will go first each game. So if you want to change any picks, you're welcome to. Nah, I don't do that. <laughs> okay. My picks are locked in. All right, then we'll alternate like we normally do then. <laughs> All right, so we'll start Sunday at noon. We have the Saints at Falcons. Who do you got? Um, I picked the Falcons last time. <laughs> I think they got spanked. I'm not doing it again this time. I'm going with the Saints. Yeah, so this game is, is a little tricky to me. So the Saints still are not starting a quarterback. Oh, they just need Taysom to Hill. Taysom Hill's not a quarterback. Uh, he'll get touchdowns. I mean, last week we had a game, the Saints versus the Broncos, without a quarterback in the game for either team. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, like a first time I ever. This, I think the Saints' defense is legit. Um, the Falcons, they're getting um, – uh, they're getting healthier. It looks like Julio may play. I, I just don't think they have enough. I, I, Gurley's Gurley, washed up. He's really going to play. I got the Saints in this game. I mean, I, I would not be surprised at all if the Falcons come out there and win by 20, game, 20 points. But as of right now, I got the Saints in this game. Yeah, well, they put up 43 against Las Vegas, which was surprising. They destroyed yeah. John Gruden. Yeah. Yep. So we'll see in that one. I, I think I think it's more of a toss up than the eighty one percent leaning towards the Saints that's currently on the app. Um, yeah. But the next next game we have is we have Detroit at Chicago. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is back. We have uh, a new head coach in Detroit. Um, I'm actually going to go with Detroit in this game because <laughs> you always get that bump after a team changes coaches, and they come out and they play like crazy for that coach. And the Bears are the Bears with Trubisky starting. I got the Lions. I have the Lions as well. I think, I mean, they fired Matt Patricia and the GM. So I think they're actually going to play for something now. Detroit. They weren't yeah. too far behind in the, NFC, in the NFC race. I mean, I think they are now. Let me see, what is their standing right now? Um, they are. They were, they were embarrassed on Thanksgiving. National TV. Seven. So. They have to now. They're yeah, not going they're, to. They're not gonna make playoffs, but I mean the Vikings or the Arizona Cards are six and five. Bears stink. But, Vikings yeah. eh, they got they got some potential. Be careful, be careful how bad you talk about the Bears. We know that Ralph's <laughs> Yeah. So sorry, Ralph. <laughs> He's, he 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 tweeted at me after our last show, says, Hey, how, how uh, something along the lines of how do you think it feels watching my team? be embarrassed on national TV every, every week. Are <laughs> bashing them for having all the primetime games. Yeah. Well, I have a Lions this week. Yeah, me too. Um, next game up is Cleveland at Tennessee. Uh, I already know who you have, so mm-hmm. I will go. And um, I'm actually going to choose Tennessee in this game. It's because of King, right? Uh, no, it's just, I think <laughs> they're at home. And the Browns, I don't, I still, I just don't trust the Browns. I know they have a good record. I just don't trust them. Baker Mayfield thinks he's all big and bad and gunslinging and this and that. They might have, they might do it tomorrow though, because Dory Jackson's still out. Um, our defense has really been iffy. So, he's still uh, still clowny. So, yeah. He, he might put up numbers, but I think, uh, King Henry's going to have a big game again. I think they're gonna they're gonna melt the clock with the running game. I would love to see Cleveland win, but of course um, you would. Let the uh, Ohio teams uh, pull the sweep, but um, I don't see it happening. 
Um, next game up, speaking of Ohio, we have Cincinnati at Miami. Uh, who do you got? Uh, the Dolphins win this game. Yeah, it looks, not, it looks like Tua's going to be back. Um, the Bengals are, I don't know if they start Finley or whoever they're starting now, but um, <laughs> Finley, Joe, <I> think. <laughs> yeah, Joe Burrow is out. He's done. He probably will be missing the start of next season. It's a shame. It was a terrible injury. When I saw it happen, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad no, it wasn't worse than it actually was because it looked like it was along the lines of uh, Alex Smith's injury, but it's, it was just cartilage and ligaments, so it could have been worse. Um, but yeah, I have Miami winning this game. I think their defense, uh, they, they're getting Miles Gaskin back, so he's going to be back out there yep. in the backfield. Um, so yeah, um, next game up, we have Jacksonville at Minnesota. Um, Jacksonville's... Jacksonville's playing for that number one pick, so the Vikings are going to win the game. Yeah, they, they are playing for the number one pick. I'm going with the Vikings to win this one. Um, they for, barely lost to uh, Cleveland last week, though. Yeah. Uh, um, and Cleveland and, put up some points against them, and they still, they're still hanging around. Yeah, so Dalvin Cook was banged up in the last game, but he's, he's going to be playing. Um, Alexander Mattinson is actually going to be out. He had his appendix removed this week. And so, um, Mike Boone, if you are desperate in fantasy football, fire up Matt Boone or Mike Boone as a potential <laughs> sleeper to go out there and spell uh, Dalvin Cook if, he, if they're worried about his knee. Yeah. So uh, next up is Las Vegas at the New York Football Jets. Um, Oof, easy peasy. Right? Is it just me, or these are terrible matchups almost the entire? Those are bad matchups. And I think we said that at the end of last week's episode. Yeah, it's just, it's just <laughs> bad. But yeah, Raiders are going to win this. They're going to win it easy. Yeah, this is a 12 o'clock game. I don't see Red Zone going to this game often. So uh, I have the Vegas Raiders winning. Do you think the Jets win a game this year? Uh, it depends on who they play coming up. Oh, you know what? No, they don't. I, I don't think they win, no. Because yeah, next just, week they have... Uh, what are we? When are we thirteen? Next week they have, um, Seattle at Seattle. Lots. They have the Rams at Rams. Oof. That's gonna be a loss. They host the Browns. That's gonna be a loss. And they're at the Patriots. That's unless uh, no, I think that's the only game they have to lose that game. Why would you want to try and win that game? Compete with Jimmy. If they have. So remember what happened whenever the Indianapolis Colts finally locked up that draft pick to get Andrew Luck, and they, they won the last three games yeah. big. They may come out there and actually play well once they have that pick locked up, but I don't know. It's The Browns it's, could it's flip up. tanking if you, if you drop in your like backups? Yeah. But what if you want to get these backups playing time for next season? Correct, and that's why it's a, it's a, it's a questionable thing because, yeah, you're playing for the future. But at the same time, oh, I'm trying to get that first pick. <laughs> Screw yeah, that, of course. Yeah, but the uh, but if you Adam Gase, knowing you're not going to be here for next year for that first pick, I mean, you're going to go out there try to win the games, or you're going to try to let the team get better with without you next year. Yeah, well, he's not going to be head coaching anywhere else anyway. So <laughs> I know. So, um, but yeah, it depends on the Browns. Browns could have a Browns game that could lose that game. Patriots could maybe they're playing for seating two once they're eliminated. But um, yeah, Jets may Jets may not win a game this year. So, all right. Next up is Indianapolis at Houston. Who you got? This one's interesting. Uh, without Will Fuller, I think Deshaun Watson's going to have trouble in the pocket. 
Um, I know Coutier is like their second receiver. Um, Cooks might get some more Cooks looks now. More look. I think I think the Colts are going to bounce back after that loss last week and, and beat Houston. Yeah, I mean, the Colts dominate Houston no matter how good or bad they are for the most part. Um, we know T.Y. Hilton loves going against Houston. Yeah. I mean, they, they lost, uh, was it Roby? Uh, he got busted for the same drug that uh, <clears throat> Fuller got was uh, was busted for, so he's out. Um, yeah. If you're desperate for receiver, fire up T.Y. Hilton. I mean, he loves playing the Texans. I know he's he doesn't look like his normal self, but this could be a game he, he goes off on. I have nothing to play for. I'm actually thinking about throwing him out there in my flex spot. Yeah. So, all right. Um, next up, we have the late afternoon games. First one's going to be Rams at Cardinals, which I think is actually going to be a good game. Um, I think the Cardinals are still going to struggle, and I got the Rams in this game. I do too. I think. I mean, Murray's hurt still. You know how uh, if he's improved or what percentage he's at for being healthy. Um, he wins ball games with his legs. So uh, I think the Rams, Aaron uh, Donald's going to be all over Kyle Murray and he's going to be struggling. So I have the Rams winning. Yeah. Same in my, in so. my case, I hope he does. So of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, next game up, we have the giants at Seahawks. Uh, another no brainer. <laughs> Seahawks got to win this game big. I think this is a sneaky good game because the giants defense is pretty good. Um, But I have Seattle winning this one. Yeah. Next up, Philadelphia at Green Bay. Once again, I mean, the NFC East, there's a four and seven team currently in the playoff hunt because they are leading the division. We may have a 10 loss division winner in the playoffs hosting, hosting a game. <laughs> and watch them win that game. <laughs> I mean, it's what happened with Seattle. I mean, when yeah. they had they beat the Saints uh, at uh, seven and nine. So, Marshawn Lynch run. Yeah, but yeah, I got the Packers easily in this game. Uh, I do too. Is that Lambo? I just don't think Carson Wentz is good quarterback. I haven't seen nothing from him. And Doug Peterson keeps saying, "Oh, you know, we're still sticking with him," and and he, you know, we talked to him, and he 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 knows he needs to play better. It's his, you know, he knows it's his fault. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's week. Uh, what are we in week twelve? Week thirteen? Thirteen. He's not a good quarterback. So um, I know I've said this before. Um, do not be surprised if week one next year, Carson Wentz is a quarterback in the Indianapolis Colts. Maybe he just needs a new team. Because the head coach in Indianapolis, Frank Wright, was the only coach who got anything out of Carson Wentz in his career. That was the year that Carson Wentz was going to win the MVP if he stayed healthy. Yeah. So look for the Colts to either wait for him to be cut or throw a draft pick at him and then, Look for the Jalen Hurts area to start. Jalen Hurts area. So uh, next up, we have New England at the L.A. Chargers. Who do you got? I have uh, the Chargers winning this one. I think uh, Justin Herbert will be have a, have a good game. Um, I'm going to the Patriots just for the simple fact that Bill Belichick knows how to screw up a young quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Can't just say it. I, I mean, his he is able to scheme against them and make them look like idiots. I mean, remember his first matchup? He basically made Mahomes look like a rookie, and, and he wasn't even a rookie. This is his second season. Yeah. So um, I'm actually going to go to the Patriots in this game. Eckler's back, too. So. Well, he was back last week, but I think Eckler's going to have a, another um, I think big game. So 
I think he'll have a big game. That's going to hurt you in your matchup, but yeah. Well, hopefully not, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sunday night football we have. I don't know why the Broncos, but they're at the Chiefs. Again, simple. Chiefs are going to win this game big. Yeah, you can't flex this game. Even I mean, you could. There's, I think Browns, Titans could be flexed, but um, they're sticking with the Broncos, Chiefs. Uh, pff, no brainer, Chiefs. I'd flex either that or the the Rams, Cardinals, but I mean, it's too late to do that now. So, Chiefs easily over the Broncos, and then um, Monday night, the first Monday night game, <laughs> we have the Washington Football Team at the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> well, Monday evening game. <laughs> It's 4 p.m. That's that's yeah. Uh, was it, is it Central or is this Eastern? Uh, this will believe is Central time. Yeah, it's Monday evening-ish football. I don't know. <laughs> um, I have the Steelers. Yeah. Are they that good? I, I asked y'all that question, and I just I don't know. I, I, I think, think they good. they're not an all-time great team, but they I I trust every single one of their wins. I think Kansas City is still um, the best team, obviously, in the AFC. But... Oh, yeah, yeah, easily. Kansas City is the easiest, best team. I think Seattle's better than Pittsburgh. I just think um, Big ben, they can take down Big Ben. I, I think they're going to lose in the playoffs. I, I don't have them going far in the playoffs. I, I really don't. Well, I'm still sticking with them losing in the uh, conference championship game to and Kansas the Titans? City. So. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, the Titans be lucky <laughs> to make the playoffs. So. <laughs> then the, uh, the prime time. Game. We have the Bills at the 49ers. Who do you got? At Arizona. Um yeah, which is the Bills <laughs> have nightmares the last the last play they had in that stadium. Uh I have the Bills Mafia going out west and uh being the 49ers. I am actually gonna go with the 49ers in this game. Um good. <laughs> Um, obviously I'm, I'm a Dolphins homer, so I want to see them win the division. Um, that's not the reason why I picked this game. I just, the 49ers are good. Not great. Their record does not show because they've had so many injuries, but I just, the bills are going to fly back across country. They're going to go to a stadium that basically pissed them off last game because of Hail Mary. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, I just got the 49ers in this one. I think they're going to, they're going to pull it out. Seems like a 49ers winnable game, but going Bills. Yeah. And then Tuesday night football, we have the Dallas Cowboys at the Baltimore Ravens. Who do you got? Ravens. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, I just – the Ravens defense has um, – a little bit of struggle. I mean, not much. They they held the Pittsburgh to 19 points. Not bad. But I think they're just going to destroy D- Dallas. I mean, well, Dallas is just – they stink. They put up a stinker on Thanksgiving against the Washington football team. 41 points they gave up. I just – they're not good. They're not. Um, Ezekiel yeah, Elliott's having a very bad year. Andy Dalton's quarter. I mean, if Dak was in there, yeah, maybe. But uh, well, if, if, Dak, if Dak was in there, they're leading the division because that's oh, how sure. bad it is. Yeah. I mean, they'll have, they'll have like five wins and leading the division. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Baltimore win this one. Yeah, I got Baltimore too. So it looks like we only disagree on two games. That's about it, yep. 
They're all tied to the AFC East, where I got the Patriots over the Chargers. You got the Chargers, and then I have the 49ers over the Bills, and you have the Bills. Yep. It's like the best you can do is gain two games on me. (laughs) So you might be able to get it down to 10 game lead for me if you get them both right. But no, my luck, I should probably get them both. So put your money down. Put your money down, my guys. So. All right, so with that, anything you want to throw out there? Any fantasy that stands out to you fantasy-wise? or No, I just hope I win tomorrow so I can lock up uh, another bye week in three division, uh, three leagues. I, I'm, I'm, well, I got the bye in two. Unfortunately, in our league, I don't. Um, <laughs> but I'm looking for the chaos. I want to see one of those teams that thinks they got all locked up missing the playoffs. Well, you hope that's me. You're, just, you're hinting towards my team, so. I mean, <laughs> it has to happen for that to happen. For that to happen, I mean, you hey, have to lose. Gonna, it probably will happen. I'm telling you, it, it, it's at least ninety five percent. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, you have to lose. And let me look at the points real quick. Where's Chan Chan at? Chan Chan is so. You need to lose. Chan Chan, Kyle, and David have to win. And then David has to outscore you by 40 or so points. Your best bet is if Chon Chon loses because you have the points on him by over 100. But he's Tim Stinks. He's got Greg. Oh, God. (laughs) So he's going to win that game. He had an easy schedule remaining last couple of weeks. He had a very easy schedule. If you look at the points against, he has, let me look at this. He has the. Lowest points against in the league. The only one who's faced a softer schedule than him, or uh, just about by three point four points, is uh, Dave, Dave, who are battling you for the playoff spot. Yeah. Um, I, on the other hand, have had a terrible schedule, <laughs> and I have faced the second most points in the league. <laughs> Our defending champion Ben has faced the most. By a lot. He's going to be a new champion this year. Yes. Uh, the points against him this year is 1737. I'm at 1633. And as reference for you, you're at 1424. We should have each member of the league come on here and talk. We should. Throughout the weeks. Yeah, I faced I faced uh, 200 more points than you. He's faced 300 more points than you. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough schedule for us. Well, come on, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Robert Woods, Aaron Jones, Damian Harris, Trey Burton, McLaurin, uh, Matt Gay, and for right now, Houston defense, but I will probably change them tomorrow morning. So, it's been McLaurin going to play? Well, I have him in the flex just in case he doesn't. I know he's. Um, if he doesn't. Had, uh, if I find out before the game he doesn't play, I'm putting in Zach Moss for that Monday nighter. Yeah. I know. I have to. I mean, it's the only option I have. Let me see. Real quick, I know you guys don't care about this because it's our fantasy league, but I'm gonna look real quick in case you want some fantasy advice. I'm gonna look at the I mean, waiver he, wire, right? He turned against Dallas on Thanksgiving and he still played and put up uh good numbers, so the waiver wire right now, players available. Henry Ruggs against the Jets. That's not bad. Not a bad matchup. Fulgham, you actually had him at one point you traded him, but uh they're gonna go screen basically trailing. Renfro, Chenault, uh carry on Johnson. I don't want to scoop in there and get Robbie Anderson, but he doesn't have a game this week. Yeah, uh, I have him in my other league um, where I'm trying to go back-to-back years as champion. 
And then BS yes, this we've it's pretty pretty packed picked over. There's not bad. Zach, uh, it's not a bad selection actually. Zach Pascal's not bad. Reynolds into the Rams is not bad. Um, Bird with New England. Yeah, I'm trying to think. You kind of need to look at those Monday night, Tuesday night guys because I'm also looking forward like to to the weeks, um, playoff weeks. Like what defenses have like a green matchup and. Yeah, backup quarterback. So that's why I kind of picked Houston because they have like bad matchups, uh, easy matchups coming up. So yeah. not tomorrow though. No, yeah, they got they got Indianapolis. So I, I I definitely wouldn't put them. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm uh, gonna probably switch it. I mean, I'm surprised. I'm not, I hate to give you advice, but I'm going to right now. <laughs> um, Johnny Smith needs to be in your IR and you need to pick up a defense. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, Peter. Sorry. Oh, he probably won't listen to this. Shh. <laughs> um, I would go. I mean, you have Detroit against Chicago. Why well, drop uh, Chicago? Chicago, yeah, Chicago's out there. You have because they, they don't have their Chicago. best player on on the field right now. Yeah, on defense, and then they have um, they play Minnesota coming up. They play Houston, which I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Buffalo, on the other hand, has Denver coming up and then Pittsburgh. So I'm like, ooh. So it looks like I would actually, if I were you, I'd go to Arizona. I'd pick Chicago back up for this week against Detroit. (laughs) Yeah. Well. Um, Yeah. Did you see my Jonathan Taylor Thomas fiasco? (laughs) Yes. That's what happened to me with my trade. That I mean, was so uh, I lost an hour's sleep because I was thinking about that. I woke up at like 3 a.m. and I literally lost an hour because I was so pissed off. <laughs> so I woke up and I, I since I've been off, I've been sleeping in a little bit since my daughter's sleeping schedule's changed a bit. And um I woke up and I had like 30 messages in our group chat. I go, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and I'm scrolling through and I saw something happen to you. I go, oh great, here we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was so tired at work the next day I come home my wife was like well, you know why are you so tired like, I was legit pissed off because I told her about it she's like really babe I'm like yeah I was pissed off because I should have had John Taylor Thomas so so for those of you who are listening to his little rant real quick um, what happened was Daniel put a claim in on Jonathan T- uh, Taylor who was dropped in our league which I don't know why he was dropped but he was dropped yeah and you put a claim on him and then took a player off your IR the night before the night before. But when you did your claim, you were not dropping anybody. Yeah. And so because you took someone off IR, the claim was like, Oh, you don't have an open spot on our, on your roster claim denied. It should add them to the team though. And then drop somebody. That's not the way it works. I know it's like a glitch. It's like a, mm. So I had a trade earlier in the year uh, with Edmund where I don't know. I was like, I'm sitting there. I go and the trade didn't go through. I go, what the hell happened? It's just out here for like four days. What happened? And I got the email saying that what happened was Edmund made the trade when he had an open roster spot. And, and then when he picked up players, there was no open spot for my extra players to go to. Mm-hmm. And so you had to redo the whole transaction. Well, for you, someone else claimed him. So that's why you weren't able to pick him back up. And so it had to be that idiot, Kyle. A lesson to everybody here. If you're going to do a claim, either choose a player you're going to drop, or if you have an open roster spot, do not pick anybody up or take anyone off of IR until it clears. <laughs> yeah. 
I was just glad it wasn't anything like a glitch in Yahoo. Otherwise, I have to hear about this for the next three years. <laughs> We're going to Yahoo chat right now on Twitter. <laughs> so, so, all right, guys, um, that will do it for our show. Um, thank you for picking back up with us after our off week. Um, we'll be with you for two more weeks. Probably take another break around the holidays, Christmas, New Year's, and mm-hmm. then um, fire up in the new year with some basketball and college football playoff. NFL potentially playoffs. NFL playoffs, uh, NBA's back marching down the March madness. We'll see if baseball decides to do anything. Cause their off season is the most boring so far. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, thank you for joining us again. Um, I'm Chris That's Daniel. Yep. Um, we look forward to talking to you guys again next week. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Peace.